This Bites, discussing Milwaukee's culinary and restaurant culture. With Ann Christensen of Milwaukee Magazine and Tariq Moody of 88.9. This Bites is brought to you by Society Insurance. Welcome to This Bites, Milwaukee's longest-running food podcast uh-huh. with the goddess of food writing critique, Ann Christensen, a.k.a. Effervescence of Milwaukee Magazine, and me, Tariq, a.k.a. The Architect. On this week's edition of This Bites, we got a lot of uh, takeovers happening in the month of December. We got one at Ash, the new restaurant over at Iron Horse Hotel. And then Egg and Flour, that very popular pasta bar in the uh, Crossroad Collective, is doing a takeover also later this month. We also, if you love tacos, we have some good news for you. There's a new taco spot that just opened this week. We'll talk about their menu. Uh, there's also a bourbon dinner from Palomino and more but let's kick it off with ash this the the new restaurant new concept over at the iron horse hotel kind of the concept was uh came up by the uh guys over at dan dan actually correct uh yeah okay so iron horse hotel used to have a restaurant called smith smith closed and uh ash is the replacement and uh one of the things they did before they opened ash was to put a hearth in the dining room and the whole menu well, not the entire menu, but a lot of the menu is uh, composed of foods that are that are prepared on the hearth or have a component mm-hmm. that uh, something that's on the hearth. So it's pretty cool. Uh, much different vibe in the dining room. And um, coming up, they haven't been open that very long, really. Only, I don't know, seems like only a few weeks, but it's really been Almost maybe a month. A month. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they're going to do a take, have a takeover. So... Um, they're bringing in Jorge That's Guzman. That's this Sunday, right? Yeah. So anyway, from five to nine, this is the Ash Kitchen Takeover, and it's going to be a Mexican street food menu that Jorge came up with. And if you have heard of Jorge, you he's this uh, Yucatan native who is based in Minneapolis these days. Um, he, you know, he's very well known for being the executive chef at Solera Restaurant and Surly Brewing Company. However, he left there. And um, was doing some other things. Now he's the co-owner of um, a pop-up wood-fired charcoal chicken restaurant that is inspired by the Yucatan, and that's called Pollo Pollo al Carbon. Um, and so once you hear this menu that he's doing for the pop-up, that you know you're gonna you're gonna know he's he's cooking a lot of the foods um, or inspired by the foods of his childhood in the Yucatan. So uh, I don't know this menu. Looks great. I uh, give me some highlights that stand out to you. Okay, so starters, there are two of them. One of them is a creamy pumpkin seed dip with roasted tomatoes, charred chilies, and cilantro served with Mm. tostones. Uh, There's also a shrimp and crab cocktail. That's or that's the other starter. Uh, And then you're gonna have a choice of entrees and sides. Uh, One of them, one of the entrees, is a charcoal grilled half chicken, uh, and Served with fresh tortillas, so it's it's going to be a seasoned um, with chili and lime and sea salt. Um, served with fresh tortillas, salsa chile de arbol, so the arbol chili, and uh, an escabeche, uh, and that's going to be like serving two people. So um, so that's actually you know something that's what's great about Ash too is a lot of the menus shareable, uh, a lot of small plates. Um, they're also doing. Uh, guajillo marinated skirt steak, skirt steak um, with grilled knob onions. That's another entree. Um, they have chicharrones as a side and a cauliflower 
with poblano salsa, crema, uh, and cilantro. So, I mean, this this menu just seems like it's, you know, kind of tailor-made for the hearth. Cool. And that's what's happening this Sunday uh, over at the Iron Horse Hotel. Coming up, we'll continue our conversation about this amazing new uh, taco spot that just opened this week, plus uh, some news about a donut spot that's uh, opening in Whitefish Bay. That's all coming up on This Bites. We will be right back. Support for This Bites comes from your membership and society insurance, an insurance company serving up a smorgasbord of coverages to restaurants and bars. Society Insurance offers restaurants and bar owners tailored insurance options. A full menu of Society's coverages, as well as risk prevention tips, are available at societyinsurance.com. Now we're back. Uh, We're going to continue our conversation. Uh, Earlier this week, a new taco joint opened up in Milwaukee over on uh, James Lovell Street, 641 North James Lovell, not too far from Milwaukee Public, downtown Milwaukee Public Library. Just opened up this week, and it it's, looks uh, very good. It's kind of, I guess you would call it, like, almost like comfort food. Mm-hmm. You look at the menus. Like, they have, they serve breakfast, they have lunch and dinner, and I think the hours go from, like, uh, 8 or 9 in the morning to 9 at night. Um, called, again, it's called Lazo's Taco Shack. Uh, you can get all chilaquiles um, in the morning. You can get a spicy Mexican omelet, which is chorizo, onions, tomatoes, jalapenos, peppers, cheese. Um, and you're looking at this one thing, uh, which is, consists of uh, tortillas dipped in a Mexican red salsa, topped with queso fresco, uh, sour cream, and served with two sunny side eggs and carne asada. That's just some of the stuff you can get in the, in the breakfast. You also have pancakes and crepes. Including Nutella, strawberry, chocolate chips, or even an Oreo cookie pancake. Wonder what that's like. Um, then lunch and dinner, they have fajitas, different types of fajitas, chimichangas, burritos, of course tacos. But then oh, well, something really stands out. They have a Lazo taco dog. It's a hot dog wrapped with bacon, topped with cheese, ground beef, tomato, and lettuce. Serving a flour tortilla, that sounds so satisfying for some reason for me. How many of those do you think you could eat? I'd be ashamed to answer, but I would probably eat six. Wow. Yeah, it's it's a it's a weird bacon hot dog. I, like, I don't get full off of that kind of stuff for some strange reason. I, You know, okay, little personal story, which is that um, I still can, in, ingrained in my memory, my you know, my mom was not a great cook. I mean, she was a, you know, she had a lot of convenience I mean, she made, I shouldn't say that. She made some really great things, some good things, but it was comfort, mm-hmm. you know, food and a lot. And we had a lot of, I mean, this was back in the 70s and 80s. Um, I was, uh, okay, I'm not as old as, really, I'm not that old. I'm not as old as Tariq at uh, all. But anyway. You're talking so, about the 1880s, right? I, <laughs> funny. <laughs> so, no, all I was going to say, though, is that for some reason, and I don't know if these are ever going to come back. Did you grow up with this? Did your mom ever use an electric fry pan? Oh, she like still the does. Square yeah, one. She still does. I don't. When you have a stove, what is the point of this? I don't. I, know. She believed. Well, it kept the mess from the stove. My mom believed in making like clean up easier for herself. Okay. So, so you don't have to worry once you fry something and it's not popping over the stove, so it's self-contained. One, she she believed that she controlled the temperature better when she cooked, like when she does pork. So she still uses it. Okay. Still well, uses my- it for certain things. She does the stove. 
I think she uses like I know she might still use it for pork chops or yeah yeah okay so my mom used to use this thing all the time but I still remember though being a kid and the smell coming in the kitchen of like fried hot hot dogs wrapped in bacon and like with a toothpick in them I still do that and this was part this was like probably the protein part of the dinner that we Mm. had but you know that smell of the Mm. bacon and that almost like like slightly like kind of fried exterior of the hot dog I mean. That's it's, like it's like it's like the culinary equivalent of fresh. So bad, it's good. It's, it's like it's like good bad yeah. food. It's like the culinary equivalent of the smell of freshly cut grass to me. Wow, yeah. that's saying something. Yeah, you like right. the, you like the smell of freshly cut grass, right? Of course. Yeah, that's and what it, that and, is. It, and it to me it, it signals, I, and I it, it, it's a smell that calms me too because mm. I think oh it's spring or it's summer, oh it's nature. You know what I mean? So mm. the smell of bacon and hot dogs. Yeah. It is. I never knew that about you, Tariq. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Well. Um, so that's some of the things they offer. Of course, they have a uh, tortas, which is like the uh, uh, like if you've never had a torta, you need to get a torta right now. It's a Mexican sandwich, like beans, choice of meat, tomatoes, queso fresco, mayonnaise. I think the mayo is one that makes it for me. Um, but the choice of meat includes um, chicken, two types of chicken: spicy chicken and regular chicken, carnitas, al pastor. Carne asada and ground beef. There's also shrimp as well. So again, it's called Lazo's Food Shack. Opening open now over on James mm-hmm. Lovell, 641 North James Lovell. Next, after you eat some tacos, we're gonna go get some grab some uh, fried dough donuts. So donut monster. We've talked about this place for a while. Um, what's the deal with them? What's going on? Uh, yeah, yeah. so Donut Monster, if you have ever been to Pilcrow Coffee, Pilcrow is over on Martin Luther King Drive, and on the weekends, Donut Monster, for a while now, has been doing a, a morning pop-up. That's not their only location. They were doing uh, a pop-up at Hawthorne Coffee as well, and uh, it was just like the, I mean, honestly, I, I got into a little bit of a phase where, with the pop-up, going there on like a Saturday morning, you have these fresh donuts, um, you'd go into Pilcrow and you'd smell the coffee and have the mm. fresh donuts and they have a breakfast sandwich. I mean, it was pretty, mm. you know, pretty awesome. But um, so owners are Jackie and Sarah Woods. Jackie used to work at Ardent. He's a classically trained chef. Uh, the, they had a, he had announced uh, maybe a few months ago that they had uh, signed a lease on a space on Elkhart Avenue in Whitefish Bay. So that's right off the main, like Silver Spring, that, that main drag there. And uh, so they're, they have their own storefront. So that's that's cool. So now they have a legit, like, uh, donut shop, I guess you could say. Cool. Um, apparently it, it soft opened over the Thanksgiving weekend. Um, it's going to be open again this, this weekend. So right now and open today, Friday, and then Saturday and Sunday. Um, so open like at 7 a.m. It opened at 7 a.m. today, closes at 2, and then like Saturday and Sunday opening at 8 in the morning and then closing at 2. I mean, honestly, you want to get your donuts, you want to get them early. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they're going to start expanding those hours over the weeks to come. Now, um, they, I'm, you know, I just want to say that I, um, over the course of getting to know what kinds of donuts that Jackie was doing, he'd usually have like about eight to 10 different kinds of donuts, um, you know, mostly yeast raised donuts, um, some frosted, you know, mm-hmm. some kind of like an old fashioned. Yeah. Um, but I was really digging his <clears throat> breakfast sandwich. 
Really? It's not an, 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 an it's homemade not a English muffin. No. It's not on a donut. No, it's not on a donut. It's an English muffin. It's a donut muffin. Put on a donut. I don't subscribe to that. That's so. Have you had it? Have you had so, that before? No, it's it's so. You never had a Paula Luther Vandross. Paula Dean to me. No, that's a Luther Vandross. Paula Dean just copied and stole okay. that idea. Well, then I make to me <laughs> like her even less. Um, well, yeah, no, it's not on a donut. Unless he's she's gonna change it, I don't know. You gotta run a donut. You're donut uh, monster. Okay, well you you, you have can't that call yourself donut you, monster, not put it on a you donut. You can contact Jackie Woods and tell him that. Um, and the coffee roaster, because they have coffee as well, is Pilcrow. Makes sense. Uh, they're doing the regular coffee and also the nitro cold brew, mm-hmm. which which uh, Pilcrow is known for. And um, oh, I also wanted to tell you, besides those donut, well, this is a donut too. He does. Jackie makes these huge fritters. Oh. And I remember, uh, I think it was like last. I think Apple it was earlier than the, No, he was doing Just like fritters. a blueberry okay. one. Um, but I think they might change, you know, based on whatever like fruit he wants to use. Um, but so I can tell you a little bit more about some of the donuts. Lemon poppy seed. That was a favorite of mine because I just love lemon poppy seed. Peanut butter and jelly. Um, definitely like a maple bacon. Well, you mean peanut butter and jelly donut? I mean, it's peanut butter jelly filled donut? Yeah. Okay. And um, he does different ones, like there's a salted chocolate donut. Um, I mentioned, like, and he had an old fashioned, but like old fashioned, like filled with like. No, it just had that flavor of oh, an old fashioned. Oh, see now he, see this is you're in Milwaukee, like take actually fill it with like a jellified version of an old fashioned cocktail. Um. Okay. Well. All right. But <laughs> I, I, I'm just I'm I don't know that I want to argue with you about that, Tariq. You know, I don't I I, I don't like to, you know I don't like. It's not really arguing. It's like it's, like, I just think it's, it's like you're yelling at me and telling me <laughs> that I you know somehow I'm responsible for what he's making. But well, they trust you better than I would. Come out of your mouth. <sighs> they were like, know. oh, Tariq doesn't know anything, but Anne, I'll, right. I'll do what Anne says. Um, apparently he's doing avocado toast. Cool. Wow, I just heard that like silence, <laughs> just radio silence there. Um, but yeah, give it, uh, you know, give that breakfast sandwich a shot, even though it isn't made with a donut. <laughs> um, yeah. Next up is uh, we're gonna talk about another takeover over at uh, Crossroad Collective Egg and Flour, uh, the very popular pasta bar, uh, which was featured in the TV news earlier. Uh, we're featuring a judge, Derek Mosley, who's in it. We forgot to mention Derek Mosley. It was uh, the reason I found about that new taco was because Derek Mosley, and it's a so man people about town. So Ann and I were talking, and we're like, we want people, friends of Derek Mosley, say why doesn't Derek Mosley invite us out to eat with them? We think well, Ann thinks he's very uh, rude. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Again, when Tariq talks, these. These words come out that d- they have no relation to me, but somehow I get implicated in this. Okay, Derek, if you, or Judge Mosley, if you are listening, I have never met you. I'm sorry. I know you're. I I know a lot of awesome things about you. I also know that you have a great palate too. You know why you don't know because really he's rude. Food. He doesn't invite us out. That's All why right. you haven't met us. Well, you know I'm always on the down low. Plus, he's a so Chicago Bears fan. Me, he's a Chicago Bears fan, so you know he manners kind of escape. Chicago Bear fans. Oh. So, you know. All right. Anyway. Well, that explains everything. <laughs> so, Egg and Flour, uh, going back to where we were off our tangent, uh, is doing a pop-up, uh, not a pop-up, a takeover on December 13th and 14th. And he's inviting uh, the gentleman by name Anthony Pepe. Uh, Pepe? I hope I pronounced that right. Of a South Carolina spot or forthcoming spot called the Pasta Attic. So, it's a two-day takeover. So they will be together 
uh, making some uh, pasta specials, including Friday the 13th, which is the, their normal, they do their do their lobster uh, pasta, which I still I keep missing because they always sell out before I get there. Um, and then they'll continue to take over on December 14th. Not sure what kind of pastas they have in, in, in store, but they do say there'll be some slanging, some pasta specials, quote. Next up, we have a bourbon dinner uh, happening at Palomino. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the deets on that? December 17th. If you like bourbon, mark your calendar. This is a bourbon dinner with Jay Henry and Sons, uh, which is a, a distiller in Dane, Wisconsin. Uh, it's from 6.30 to 9 p.m. And uh, one of, so they're going to be the guests at this dinner. Is that, so Joe Henry is going to be there and um, he's going to be talking about their apparently award-winning bourbons that they're making right here mm-hmm. in Wisconsin. And also some of the hard-to-find ones, I guess. Uh, so the menu is going to start with a welcome cocktail, which is a Wisconsin Old Fashioned, made with Jay Henry's five-year bourbon, uh, followed by an appetizer, which is a charcuterie board of cheeses, cured meats, crostinis, jams, and smoked nuts. The main course is a smoked brisket with a bourbon glaze on a bed of polenta with a microgreen garnish. That's going to come with a J. Henry Patton, J. Henry Patton Road Bourbon Manhattan. Uh, and the dessert is going to be bourbon-soaked fig bread pudding with caramel bourbon creme brulee. That sounds Whoa. rich. That sounds very rich. Yeah. Uh, so they're going to they're going to be doing samplings and conversation or discussions about uh, about four different bourbons that Jay Henry produces. So, yeah. Did you know it didn't happen? But Kentucky tried to pass a law that you can't call. Now it's just. United States, you can't call bourbon unless it's made in United States. Made in United States. But at one point in time, I can't remember, Kentucky was trying to make it, you can't call bourbon unless it's uh, made in Kentucky. Oh. But I guess that never happened. That was years, years, years ago. I think they were trying to establish that. Kind of huh. like, you know, like the um, Champagne region, like in the right. region. You, like, so, be, so anybody can make bourbon as long as it's in the States. Well, with champagne, if it's made in champagne, mm. then it's an uppercase C, yeah. and it's true champagne. Mm. I guess that's the idea is it's true champagne. Maybe they do that with a capital B for Kentucky. There you know. go. Maybe. I don't oh, know. Wow. You know I was born in Kentucky, right? Kentucky, yeah. yeah. You, you have told me that. And we, early you know, in the I, days, I was born in Milwaukee, right? No, I thought you were a, kind of a California girl. <laughs> no. <laughs> Let's remember I made a rule so when everybody does bourbon dinners, the person from Kentucky has to be uh, invited. And, and people are not... Uh, um, they haven't invited you. They're not obeying this, this rule that I think the Common Council did I think pass. enough... Well, maybe it just hasn't been... Um, maybe we have to talk to Judge Mosley to enforce... Maybe it's Mosley. Mosley is going to have to figure it. this out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we got one more uh, little tidbit, and it involves three brothers. What's happening at Three Brothers? It does involve Three Brothers, one of my favorite restaurants. Uh, you know, it's a Serbian restaurant that is down in Bayview on... South St. Clair, which is kind of mm. near good kind. Uh, it's a great place to go for things like chicken paprikash, goulash, you know, leg of lamb. I'm just telling you about some of the, the mm-hmm. highlights of this place, you know. And uh, coming up on Thursday, uh, December 12th, they're, they're doing like a special cozy evening. Um, and I heard about this from Milunka Radicevic, who is one of the owners, and she is, uh, it's a family-run business. Her, her father... Um, was, you know, the longtime owner, Bronco. If you mm. went years ago and you, you, you used to see Bronco 
in his charming, <laughs> smiling face with his little beret, and mm. he'd sit there. He's just a really, really sweet man. So um, they are going to have special torts, snacks, and goodies available. And um, apparently they're going to have uh, these specially, like, locally made ceramics, um, kind of dishware made by uh, someone local named Diana. And and she will be there with these ceramics and the music. There's going to be live music oh, by Mar- Marielle Ashwang and the Visitations. Cool. I'm assuming that's Marielle's band. Mm-hmm. Um and um, it just sounds like a really, really nice evening to, to hang when out in again? a really cozy place. It's on December 12th cool. from 830 to 11. So this is like after dinner. Huh. But if you ever want to go there for dinner, I mean, I'm telling you, there are just things you got to order when you're there. And you need to get that Serbian salad you're with the Serbian cheese on it. Take me and out. The, I'm I don't want to go by to... myself. You're the expert. Well, no, I'm not saying you should go by yourself. But yeah, no, you need like you need like a tour guide, yeah. right? Yeah, are you, are you I can do be... that. Yeah, I can do that. Lonely here. Chicken paprikash. You can get chicken paprikash. Yeah. Cool. Well, that's it. That is it. <laughs> that's this week's wow. weird. This by <laughs> at least for me, it's weird. Did it feel uh, weird? I don't know. It's been a weird week for me. Let's put it that way. Yeah. It's a weird I'm, week. I second that emotion. Well, that concludes this bites. If you want more information about all the things we talked about, head over to our website at radiomilwaukee.org slash this bites. This bites produced by Kenny Perez. Handcrafted sonic inspiration comes from the license lab with support from Society Insurance and your membership. Subscribe to this podcast at radiomilwaukee.org on iTunes or anywhere you listen to podcasts. As always, Ann, stay hungry. And keep the malort cold. Hey, Even throw some ice in it. Maybe it'll make it taste better. It tastes better all naturally. Yeah, right. Okay. You never even had it. You can't even say no, it. No, and I'm, sti- I'm sticking with that, too, by the way. Okay, you never had. No, you're right. So we need to do a critique from Milwaukee Magazine on... Oh, uh, <laughs> really going in the store. Oh, no, 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 no. Have a good weekend, Anne. You too.